This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Nicole Goodman. And I'm Lauren Mishkan. Every Tuesday, we trial a different self-care practice and report back to you on the results. And on Friday, we're back in the studio to explore more of the world of wellness with the latest news, interviews, emails from our wonderful listeners and the Self-Care Book Club. Welcome back to Self-Care Club. Wellness road tested. The epilogue show. Hi, welcome to Friday's epilogue show where we're taking a deeper dive into this week's practice of teeth whitening. Oh, my husband got on a plane this morning for a business trip and literally as he's leaving the door, he went, oh, do you mind if I just take your teeth whitening device with me while I'm there? I've got nothing else to do. Like in the evening, I'm on my own. I'll whiten my teeth. I was like, uh, no. no. Yeah. <laughs> it's just a no. No. Adam's like, we'll have three each, yeah? I went, no. I, I had the same thing. He's like, how many have you got? Six. Well, how many do you need to use for the podcast? I was like, at least two to three. Okay, well, then I'll have the other three. Um, no. Yes, it's just a no. I'm implementing my no. So, how are you feeling since we used our high smile UV lights to whiten our teeth? I feel fine. They didn't make my teeth sensitive, which I'm pleased about. I haven't actually used it since we recorded the main show. How many times have you used it in total? Three. Yeah, me too. And a couple of people have commented on my teeth. Well, then it must have made a difference. I think so. I didn't notice it. Okay. My whole family are trying to nab it. Yes. It's annoying uh, me. Even my sister saw it and wanted to nab it. Oh, my Lord. But you can get the refills. Yeah, yeah, but they're still putting it into your, your gum shield that goes in your mouth. Oh, it's only my kids and my husband. And your sister. Who else? The postman? <laughs> the milkman? Well, these are the only people I'd be happy to share it with. You're not sharing it with the binman? <laughs> Why the binman? I don't know. Everyone's after it. <laughs> the neighbours. Everyone. The dog. Ugh. Ugh, the dog. <laughs> I mean, I love my puppy, but that is... No. Only Adam. You'd share it with Ollie, wouldn't you? Uh, it, uh, excuse me. He just took it. Oh, did he? Yeah. He just wandered downstairs with it in his hand the other week and went, how do you use this? <laughs> what about, please, may I borrow yeah. your whitening? Yeah. How do you use it? So I had to show him the whole thing. I was like, oh, we share three children. I'm sure we can share a gum shield. Exactly. But it's you know fine. what Adam does? Adam what? sometimes nicks my toothbrush. No, I'm not takes, down for that. No, and he takes it in the shower. No. I know. Because, no. because he can't be bothered to look for his own. Anyway, Lily Rose turned around to me a couple of weeks ago in the morning when I was dropping her to school mm. randomly. She said, mm. mummy, mm. I really, really don't like it when daddy takes my toothbrush. I said, does he take yours too? She said, he does. And it really upsets me. Can you tell him not to? Yeah. So I have. Men are funny creatures. Why do you... I, 
And he always says, I said, please don't take my tooth because we share a life together. What difference? I know. And Ollie says the same thing. It's like, we share bodily fluids. Who cares? I'm like, I will share everything with you, but not teeth bacteria. Like... (laughs) There's a line. There's a line. I just don't need the head of my toothbrush in your mouth. I totally agree. Men really don't care about this sort of thing. It's like boundaries. They have no boundaries when it comes to things. It's like when everyone walks in when I'm doing a poo. No one cares. They don't notice that 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 mummy's busy. That does not happen in my house, no. Oh my God, it happens. Even Adam does it You need a lock on your bathroom door. Or people could just respect the time in there. How about that? I still say get the lock. No one goes in when Adam's in there. You know, the puppy no does it. No one wants to. <laughs> <laughs> the puppy comes in. Even the puppy knows that mummy is accessible, daddy is not. How does the puppy know this? I think get a locksmith would solve all your problems. <laughs> I just think, I just found it fascinating that she is happy to sit there with me and not with us. Well, Adam. she just wants to be with you. Oh, she's so sweet. So do you think that, that it's made a difference? Are you going to carry on using it? I will carry on using it because I've got it. Yeah. <sighs> Would you like think, recommend it if people were like, hey, you guys test everything. What do you think about this device? Shall I spend £100? No. Yeah. I would say get yourself some some teeth whitening strips. They're just as good and they're like 20 quid. Mm. Mm. What do you think? I think it, it's been subtle, but on the lines of a bit too subtle. Yeah. And I did have one sensitive tooth from it. I was so scared about the sensitivity and it didn't happen. And then the third time I found that one of my back teeth did get really sensitive. And then I was like, oh, no, it turned me off completely. I would like to do it properly. Like in the, At the, dentist. the dentist. Yeah. Yeah. TV teeth. I don't need TV teeth. That's what you'd get. Podcast teeth. <laughs> Podcast teeth could be yellow and rotting. No one can see them. That, that was the joke. Okay. <laughs> it's like you've got a beautiful face for radio. Same yeah, joke. Exactly. Okay. It wasn't a great joke. It was okay, Nicole. It was average. So I asked on Instagram. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it was better when you didn't explain it to everybody and just let people use their imagination. What's the equivalent of of mansplaining? (laughs) Explaining? (laughs) I don't know. What is the equivalent? Explaining. Explaining. Over over explaining. Ruining a joke. (laughs) Trashing. (laughs) Yeah, that's it. Trashing. Adam gets so annoyed me when I use the word mansplaining. I know, Ollie does too. But but partly that's half the fun. Yeah, exactly. Why do you think he gets so annoyed? Because I think he thinks that he's giving you genuinely good information. And you're like, fuck off, don't mansplain how to open a (laughs) bottle of milk to me. (laughs) It happened the other day. So... Just before my daughter's last party yeah. that we'd had, and they were coming to deliver the furniture, and then everything was being delivered at the same time. And Adam is completely in charge of these things because yeah. he's the event guy. Yeah, and I did not know anything about mm. anything. Yeah. So when they came, he just got out the shower, and we were both upstairs. He goes, "Can you go downstairs and let them in?" I said, "Okay, fine." So on the way downstairs, he mm. starts tell them to put this here, and tell them to put that there, and tell them this, and tell them that, and like mm. a thousand directions. Mm. And I literally just said, "Stop." fucking telling me what to do I've got my own mind and then they come in mm. and he got so annoyed okay, they come in and they've got questions after questions after questions I'm like darling <laughs> where should everything go anyway so he said to me this morning that was three days ago he said to me this morning I just want you to know it really annoyed me that you had a go at me for you, you know you told me that I wasn't allowed to tell you what to do he's been holding on to that for three days mm. wow I got mansplained how to use the hose 
<laughs> of course you did. So I've put the green hose at the back of the garden, but you know the yellow hose. Do you remember from last year that if you want to pull out more hose, you have to yank it and then it will automatically... I was like, I know, <laughs> I know how to use... Isn't that him just being kind and considerate I know how to, to help you? And then I was watering the plants that I planted, I chose, I planted, I'm looking after. Um, turn the nozzle and it'll give you more of a... I think you need to do more of a spread... <laughs> Shut up <laughs> is what I think you need to do. Yeah, like, uh, why don't you pull out more hose and then you can walk further into the garden? Because I was standing there with it on the perfect nozzle that I could stand in one place and do the whole garden. I was like, don't mansplain how to use a fucking hose. Can it really I annoyed me. Can we, can we just break this down just a little bit? Yeah. Because I think you are receiving it not in the way that it is being given. I know how to use the garden hose. I, I know you do. Yeah. But I think he is coming from a place of kindness and trying to be considerate and helpful. I, I truly do. Do you? I really, really do. And I think you are receiving it as in he thinks I'm just some stupid woman that doesn't know how to water a garden. I, I think he's a bit possessive of the hose. <laughs> <laughs> no, but Ollie is someone that does explain things. A lot, a lot, a lot. Yes. And I don't know him very well, but he is. That's his conversation. Yeah, but some things I'm perfectly capable of doing. I'm not suggesting you know. you're not, but he you... also likes to tell me how to put the <laughs> like when the hob is on a quite a high heat. He'll like to tell me like you, you're telling me how to boil pasta now. I know which <laughs> which heat to have the hob on. I I know how to work a hob. <laughs> I like it when Adam comes in and he starts telling me how to cook the food that I've been cooking for, for the past, 20 years. Yeah, for the yeah. past 14 years yeah. throughout our entire marriage. Brilliant. And he says, why don't you put a bit of sprinkle of this and a sprinkle of that? It's like, why don't you make the fucking dinner? <laughs> Basically. <laughs> then he shuts up. Yeah. He does occasionally go, I swear to God, <laughs> it is the most annoying thing. All of a sudden in the morning, he'll go, I am making dinner tonight. Oh, what do you want? A drum roll, some cymbals, a parade? <laughs> A medal. <laughs> no, it gets even more annoying. A parade. That's absolutely brilliant. He would love a parade. Yeah. He would love a parade. And he does it, he says it in a way, again, he's probably not saying it in the way it's being received. Mm. But all I hear is, mummy always messes up the dinner and nobody wants to eat it. So I'm going to swoop in, save the day and cook something that everyone will eat. Mm. So he made this whole song and dance about making a bolognese. Yeah. Right. He must have gone out and spent 50 quid, unnecessarily, oh, I swear to you, for ingredients and spices and herbs and everything. I've been making a bolognese every week for 14 Forever. years. Forever. Right. Yeah. So what he doesn't realise is the kids, doesn't matter what you put in front of them, they moan. Yeah. They mo one of them will moan, one of them will love it, vice versa. It doesn't matter what it is. I mean, Gordon Ramsay could have cooked the fucking thing. They will still moan about it, I assure you. So he then makes this bolognese and it took three days. The kitchen was like, he like oh my slow cooked God, it and no. red wine no. and all of it. Yeah. All of it, all of it, all of it. Yeah. <laughs> the kids ate it and obviously did exactly the same as what they do to me. Yeah. Every night. This tastes different. Like if you put one speck of salt more in than the last time, they will pick up on it. And he was just completely... Deflect. He thought they were going to be yum, yum. This is the best thing ever. Mummy is the worst cook. Daddy is the best. Right. Didn't work like that. Funny that. But he does it all the time. Well, not oh, all the time. Th then maybe he, he needs to learn from his own lesson. 
He had well. He has. I think that was more a lockdown thing, actually. Okay. But it's the I'm making dinner. You know, it's that moment of let me save everybody. Mm. Men, eh? <laughs> Can't live with them. Can't kill them. And put them in a ditch. Listen, we have a fantasy, don't we? You and me. Yeah. We're going to run off together. Where are we going? I don't. I don't know. Don't care. Cornwall. It's nice. Mm, no. I'm not, not going to the enough. States. I know you said this. Anyway, we're going to go and live <laughs> together, aren't we? Yeah. <laughs> in harmony. Yeah. We're both going to empty the dishwasher. No one's going to need telling. No. We're just going to run our house like, like clockwork. Clockwork. God, that laundry. I mean, that laundry bus is going to be empty. Imagine All the that. time. Or empty always. I bet we'll still have a row about the laundry. Anyway, we're no. going to be blissfully happy together, aren't we? So happy. We're going to have a lovely sexless relationship. Utterly sexless. <laughs> We're both delighted. All we're going to do in bed is watch Real Housewives. Oh my God. Yeah. Or the bold type. Oh, you didn't like the bold type. I didn't like that. We can have a row about that. What do our listeners have to say about whitening teeth and the fact that we're leaving our husbands to go and live together? <laughs> they don't know about that yet. We can uh, ask Don't them. tell them. Don't tell them. Um, 64% said they've never whitened their teeth and 36% mm-hmm. said they have. I think that's quite a lot. Yeah. 26%. Well, you have to remember that our... Followers are very invested in their wellness. This is true. Not that this is really wellness. This is more aesthetics. Aesthetic self-care. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I then asked, tell us more about your thoughts and experiences Mm. on teeth whitening. Erin says she's waiting to have her braces off and then she's definitely having it. Oh, yeah. Jen says she did it through her dentist, was very easy and simple and great. Actually, Jen, I'd love to know what that cost. About £1,500, we reckon. No, but there is a spectrum. Mm. So I would like to know Mm. what people are paying, Mm. realistically. Ellie says she wants to, but she's not convinced how good it is doing it at home. Well, Ellie, listen to the main show and you'll find out. Amber says it was fab. Her teeth were very sensitive. Mm. Debbie says it makes your teeth sensitive, but it is totally worth it. I don't know about that. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's no. I'm with it's Debbie. A no, no for me. I'm with Debbie. If it, if can't bear sensitive teeth. If the result mm. is white mm. and your teeth are a little bit sensitive, I'm all right with that. Oh, but if they're sensitive and it's not that white, mm. not interested. Okay. Kerry says she really wants to, but she doesn't want to end up looking like Donald Trump, David Bowie, or John Bishop. Which I thought was a nice array of men. I mean, considering David Bowie's been dead for a while, I can't imagine his teeth and looking I that And I also white. don't remember David Bowie's teeth being I that white. I think David Bowie actually had terrible teeth. Memory says. Maybe that's why she doesn't want to end up looking like him. Okay. I mean, I'd go, if John I was Bishop doing that is, list, John Bishop, yeah. I'd go Vernon Kay, Ross from Friends, Anthea Turner, Tess Daly. They've got TV teeth. I'll tell you who else, Rylan. Rylan has oh wow they're luminous TV teeth mm. the only TV teeth I can think of are Real Housewives I don't think they're bleached I think they're veneers that's oh, a whole other thing I'm not having veneers oh my god I just no. want you to know I'm not doing that I am never doing that I'm okay. very funny about my okay. teeth so we're good about the teeth okay great good we're going to jump to a short break and we'll be back after that for our wellness news flash This episode is sponsored by Horizon Studios. If you're travelling this year and looking for high quality, sustainable and beautifully designed luggage, then look no further than Horizon Studios, who've launched two new ranges. The RE series, the world's most sustainable 97% recycled luggage, and now the revolutionary Air series, the world's lightest high-end suitcase. If you have airport anxiety, worrying about the weight of your case when it goes on those scales, then the Air Series is for you and it is definitely for me. 
The Air Series pushes the boundaries of travel. Each detail is designed and engineered to combine an ultralight and durable product. It's significantly lighter than regular suitcases. Thank goodness, Lauren, that is brilliant. And it comes with a lifetime warranty because the most sustainable suitcase is the one that you only buy once. We used the cases to go to Paris and Wales last year, and as chronic overpackers, we could still wheel them around with ease. We could. Ultra light and compact, the Air Series is made from a premium polycarbonate hard shell with reduced thickness and a recycled lining. It's 100% vegan and produced in a way that is 99% waste-free, blending design and function seamlessly. So, Nicole, you can pack those extra five pairs of shoes with no stress. The entire range is available on the Horizon Studios website and in all leading department stores. Just go to www.horizon-studios.com. Horizon Studios. Let's go further. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at sax.com. Join me, Jaguar, the host of BBC Introducing Dance on Radio 1 for my brand new podcast, Utopia Talks. It's a reactive platform to discuss issues that my generation care about in dance music culture and the wider world. I'll be talking to some of the biggest names in dance music, including people like Heidi, the lineups do not need to be 99% male-driven. Mm. There's all these interesting new producers and women that are coming through, you know, all sorts. Yeah. It's like women are speaking out now. And the sensational Bless Madonna. I feel like literally my entire life has led up to this. This is the first event we've had like this, not just in the UK, but really in the Western Hemisphere. And to be able to be here with all of these people who are so happy is just absolutely the biggest, highest joy of my life. As well as having the meaty conversations I often have with friends that I'd love you to join in with. There's so much new energy coming out of the pandemic and there's so many like new nights and festivals yeah, yeah. and everyone's really pushing for this new structure where people genuinely don't feel anxious mm -hmm. about coming to a club night because of the way they look or the way they dress. It's more about everyone in. To me, Utopia is a perfect moment. It's togetherness, it's the future. I want to live in a more inclusive, equal world and I hope this podcast will build a community and help create change. Subscribe now on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you like to get your podcasts. New episodes dropping every Wednesday. Welcome to Utopia Talks. Utopia Talks is a Stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network. Wellness News Flash. So the Wellness News Flash this week comes from The Independent and it is about five pandemic habits that you should keep because not everything that happened in the pandemic was bad. Some stuff we learned that people feel we should be continuing on in life after lockdown. So I don't know about this article mm. at all, mm -hmm. but the things I think, or should I discuss it afterwards? Discuss it afterwards. Because there are certain things I would really like to keep. 
Okay. Well, see if you agree with Gretchen Rubin. Do you remember her? She yeah, was the author and creator of The Power Hour. Go back and listen to that episode. It was it was a cool one. She says, The experience of 2020, as hard as it was, held many lessons. Some people's habits improved. Often when they use the time they usually spend on work, travel or commuting to exercise, cook, read or healthy habits. Yeah. But other people's habits worsened because they were very stressed or shaken out of their usual helpful routines. But by reflecting on the changes and the challenges of last year, you've now got an opportunity to recycle your best pandemic routines and build on them in the new year. And here are five habits that you can keep. First one, obviously right up our street, Double down on your self-care. Oh, was that the first one? That is the first one. During this crisis, we learned that we're all connected and that taking care of ourselves and staying safe and well is also a way to care for our community. Oh, that's beautiful. So you can recycle the habit by continuing to make self-care a priority now. Gretchen says, you know, self-care is about setting priorities, boundaries, finding purpose. You could map out your day and write down the time you take to do meal prep, doing your job, shopping, TV, laundry, helping your kids. And think about what one or two hour period in your day do you feel best when you're at your most energetic or your most productive? And now look at your list of how you divide up your day and think about, well, who is it that gets those hours and try and give some of that time to yourself Mm. instead of to everyone else who's on that list. So it just means focusing on your priorities rather than someone else's. And maybe you can find a hobby or a work project that you find really passionate um that you feel really passionately about or spend time with your kids doing something that you all enjoy see because of my exercise routine yeah I do that quite naturally because I always take that one hour a day yes, for myself so that's kind of structured into my week yeah but for someone like yourself I would imagine that's a bit more difficult yes I'm not brilliant at it yeah I'm not brilliant at it to be honest but then would you consider something like when you do your gardening? Yeah. It, would you say that was your self-care time? It definitely is. Yeah. Because I, I just, this week I just stuck headphones in. So I was really in my own world. Lovely. And Ollie was like, you look really busy. And I was busy, but I was so happy busy. Yeah. Like, fuck off, I'm busy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm too busy to talk to you. Yeah. In a nice way. Um, create accountability. So, you know, in the pandemic to avoid spreading the virus, everyone learned to be accountable, wearing masks, limiting contact, keeping distance. So now how you can recycle that is while you still need to take some precautions, you can build on your accountability habit. So Gretchen suggests find an accountability buddy to help you achieve your health goals. You could check in with a friend every day to talk about healthy eating or make a plan to walk with them. Or you could make yourself publicly accountable by declaring your goals on social media. But if you're a person who only likes to be accountable to yourself, you could use an app that sends you daily reminders like Headspace or Calm uh, or a Fitbit or through journaling. Uh, Gretchen Rubin says we do better when someone's watching, even if we're the ones doing the watching. I bet she's a great coach. Yeah, I bet she is actually. But she holds no prisoners. This one, right up your street, make activity part of your day. Yeah. Hmm. So in the pandemic, when gyms were shut, many people had to figure out how to exercise from home. Oh, uh, you didn't like that, did oh, you? it was awful. Awful, awful, awful. Because yeah. you like the community. I really need it. Yeah. 
So she says how to recycle it is instead of trying to schedule just one long exercise session, take small exercise breaks through your day. Take a walk after a meeting, do some yoga stretching, do some push-ups while you listen to the news. Several studies have shown that short bursts of exercise result in meaningful changes to your fitness and metabolic health. Start with 20-second exercise breaks three times a day. And if you want to do more, take some one-minute breaks. And that's a good way to kind of start new I think that's lovely going yeah Yeah. because one minute is very bite-sized and very manageable Mm -hmm. Dr Chatterjee says that too bite-size yeah Mm. he in his morning he takes sort of like five minutes he'll do like a one minute meditation Mm -hmm. or he'll do like one minute of whatever movement some Mm. sort of movement and he just breaks it all down so that there's no excuses Mm -hmm. because when do you not have five minutes absolutely a former health pod, she says, according to a poll by Axios last summer, nearly half of people said they'd formed a pod or a social bubble, uh, a select group of friends to help them cope with pandemic life. So how can you recycle this? Well, don't disband your pandemic pod when the restrictions all end and everything opens. Keep it to support your health goals. Uh, you can form a new health conscious bubble. Social networks give us ha- healthier and happier lives. In Okinawa, Japan, which has one of the longest average life expectancies in the world, people form a kind of social network during childhood, a group of five or more friends who offer social, logistical, emotional and even financial support for a lifetime. Nice. Isn't that lovely? Yeah, that's really nice. Very, very nice. Those are some things that we can take from the negative and turn it into a positive and keep them. I like the health pod. Obviously, that's right up my street because it goes back to my community. I just think it's all being accountable for yourself, isn't Mm. it? And creating good choices and Mm. awareness over the choices that you you want to keep in your life. Mm. I think there's other things that you want. Like, tell me about the things that you want to keep and you want to remove that you've learned through the pandemic. I think I have definitely... Really found the people who I need to be around and I need to see, and others, you know, when it has been a whole well, 18 months now, I guess, when I realize I haven't really missed seeing them, yeah, I haven't really missed their company. Um, I think it's made me focus in on who who I really want and need in my life. I agree, and I, I always think it's better to have a smaller, tighter group of people who, you know. You, you can live and die alongside yeah. rather than, uh, you know, time is short and, and precious and we don't have acres and acres of excess time to be kind of wasting it and spending it with and on people who aren't really bringing a lot into our lives, who don't bring us joy, who don't lift us up. And I'm, I'm, I agree with all of that. And I think my relationships have become richer yeah. in the process. But the peripheral people mm. who I still love and I still have a lot of affection for and still get enjoyment out of yeah I don't seem to have the headspace but then I went for dinner with a couple of girlfriends who are in my periphery and Mm. it was gorgeous Mm. and I loved it Mm. and I thought oh isn't this lovely Mm. but then we sort of go our separate ways and it will probably be another couple of months before we speak or I see them and I'm okay with that Mm. I hope they're okay with that Mm. um but I don't seem to have the energy to invest like dedicate that amount of time to everybody it's really is just a select few people and I also think we are still adjusting back out of this survival mode that we've been in whether we know it or not we have 
you know, our bodies and our minds have been in fight or flight for a really long time in pure survival. And in the beginning, just I need to fill my house with food. I need to feed my family while we're stuck in here. That that's we've no one's ever experienced that, you know, since the war. No, I know. I know. Since rationing, which we were not around for. We've never dealt with something like this. So it was huge. It was huge. But then there was such beauty that came just from that. Yeah. Because we've started to eat dinner much more as a family. So have we. Which we didn't before. Yeah. Yeah. Now the activities have come back in and okay, they've broken up from school now. So it's a bit different. But so it is a little bit more dispersed and it was in lockdown because lockdown, it was seven o'clock every single night. The four of us were around (laughs) the table together and I loved it. And I kind of missed that. Yeah. And if we get there, if we do it three times a week, then that's good. I'm happy with that. Yeah, we're, we're, we're also still doing that. We're eating all together. That whole thing of cooking dinner for the kids and then cooking again for us, it stopped. You know, it just wasn't possible. Um, but I, I think part of the seeing people you don't see all the time, it's, it's exciting because it's nice to be around people again yes, and do yes. stuff with people again. And that's all really yes. fun. But I do still think we're creeping out of that mindset slowly and it it taught me how little I need I was just about to say that yeah you know I bought a pair of slippers a really expensive pair of Birkenstock shearling slippers because I knew if I was going to be in my house 23 hours of the day in the winter I wanted something nice on my feet and I bought a coat and if I wasn't in the slippers I was in the coat I was in one or the other yeah that was all I needed yeah really it's true and you realize how how little you need to actually be happy and satisfied and what it is that is really important to you. I actually wasn't unhappy. I was a bit stressed at times. I wasn't unhappy it either. Was, it was very difficult on my husband mm. because he's in the hospitality mm. industry. So it was it was really hard for him. So that was difficult. But in myself mm. and minimising my life, mm. I actually found really empowering. And I, and I do want to keep a, a bit of that. So do I. So yeah. do I. As long as I can get to the gym, yeah. As long as I can hug my parents, yeah. and my sister, and have them in your house, and have them in my house, very weird, yeah. And as long as I can have sort of close contact with a couple of girlfriends, that is literally all I need. I do like being able to go to restaurants as well, because it. Was, I do, but I didn't miss it. I did a bit because I do all the cooking, and I did feel so like. So do I. Is this ever? Am I ever going to not? be cooking a meal it wasn't you know it's not the cooking for me it was the clearing up Mm. but it is it still feels like quite a treat to go out and have someone else cook for you and and clear it up and not decide it's also the mental load of what are we going to eat today yeah Yeah. (laughs) you know so I'm I'm still enjoying that so I think there was a lot of richness to be taken there was a lot of sadness and a lot of loss and I acknowledge that and you know people had it (laughs) so much worse than I did yeah um and and I hope that everybody is able to adjust back and is okay and is starting to find their feet again yeah. in this newfound life. Yeah. But gets to take the lessons that they learn away with them. Lovely. What are you doing for your self-care this week? My self-care has been a bit rubbish, oh. I have to be honest. Um, but I think it's important to say that sometimes. I know yeah. we do a self-care show, but and I always think of it as self-care, whatever it is we're doing, whether it's teeth whitening or cold showers or face yoga. Yes, it's all part of self-care, but it is us experimenting with what's working, what yeah. isn't. Yeah. Um, and in terms of my own self-care, sometimes it does take a bit of a hit. I am eating shit. Are you? Yeah. Naughty. 
Why? It's not like food. you. Don't food shame me. I would never food shame you. I, food I, I, shame I love all food. Every kind of food. Um, don't restrict anything, you know that. No, but it's when I'm eating shit, I'm eating a lot of sugar, mm. um, drinking a lot of coffee, mm. and just not, I'm not eating how I want to eat. And actually, that is the basis of all my self-care. That is the mm. absolute foundation. If I'm eating well, everything runs like clockwork. My sleeping, my exercise, everything. My mood. Mm my emotions but at least you acknowledge that and you know it I do but so it's you know sometimes so fucking boring like I don't want to always be eat on it quinoa. yeah I never want to see quinoa for as long as I live I don't again quinoa. ever that I, month I, of quinoa I do have off. a very nice quinoa dish mm. and it's got this gorgeous sort of honey mustard dressing on it I believe you but please don't ever make it for me okay <laughs> I just uh, that month of eating quinoa it, it trashed quinoa for a lifetime it, for me. It, it's not the nicest carb. Oh. It's very good for you. It's not as good as a croissant. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it would work much better in your system. I think we acknowledge I that. Think, yes? I think we have to. What are you doing that. for your self-care? I, I have bought my reeds of the summer. I bought you oh, a little okay. booklet. Oh, go on. Um, because although I'm not actually able to go abroad on actual holiday... The thing I really like about going on actual holiday read, is the reading. Yeah. Right? Yeah, I love reading on holiday. I love it. And I never read here. So that's like one of my treats. One of my biggest treats is I like to have a browse on Amazon and I also like to have a proper browse in an actual bookstore. And I pick like six books that I know I'm going to get really excited about to pack in my bag. I don't like a Kindle. It's too techie for me. I like book. On paper, thank you very much. You dr- you slap all loads of yeah. books. Slap, I slap them. Yeah, I do. Bit of Yiddish for the week. I pack them in my case. Oh, I'm sorry, that's just silly. I don't take a hardback. Okay, I draw the line at a hardback, but I will take paperbacks. Yes, it's not necessary. It is. It isn't. A Kindle doesn't smell like a book. It doesn't, but it is so convenient. And also, mm. if you run out of books, you mm. can just download one, and it's there within one minute. I know, but I really like a book, a book. So I've decided I'm going to treat myself anyway and I'm going to enjoy my summer book list in my garden or in my bed or wherever I choose to be. So shall I give you my six books for the summer? Okay. Um, The Guest Book by C.L. Patterson. The Thursday Murder Club by Richard Osman. House of Glass by Hadley Freeman. Once Upon a River by Diane Satterfield. Such a Fun Age by Kylie Reid. And Sorrow and Bliss by Meg Mason. Those. And how did you pick these? Where did you hear of them? Um, I read a lot of book reviews. I always read the culture section of the Sunday Times. So I always look at what's coming out. And then I always have a little read on Amazon to have a look at the synopsis. And then sometimes I just go and have a browse in the bookstore and I just go on like what I really think I'm nice, going to enjoy. Nice, nice. Okay, lovely. Yeah. Thank you for that. Pleasure. Um, any podcast recommendations? Just us? one. Um, because you know I love the Off Menu podcast. Yes. This is similar, same, same, but different. Um, it's Out to Lunch with Jay Rayner. So it's the food critic Jay Rayner and he lunches with famous guests in a restaurant of his choosing. Oh, that sounds great. Yeah, there's been five series of this. There's over 85 episodes to choose from. Uh, he's had like Darren Brown, Paloma Faith, Dolly Alderton, Sharon Horgan, Jesse Ware, loads of brilliant celebrity guests and they chat about food and life and everything in between. I want to go on that podcast. Yeah. 
If you enjoy the show and want to be part of the club, please follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Self Care Club Pod. And if you like what we do and want to let us know, why not leave us a review on Apple Podcasts? It really, really helps us out. And finally, if you want to give us any suggestions on what you want to try out or let us know what you've tried and what the practices are and how it's helped you, please be sure to send us a message on our socials for a chance to be featured on the show. This was a Stack Production and part of the Acast Creator Network.